This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. If I Wilson Decimony. Okay. Stretching the definition of what music can be. Uh, Laura Hurwitz, what did you think? I actually thought that was like 
catchy. Like it's it's kind of <laughs> stuck in my head. Uh, that was actually written by somebody who does jazz medley slash remixes of people like Childish Gambino and Kanye, who I assume are two of your favorite rappers. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that was really cool. I mean, just when you thought you had it, it mm-hmm. like eluded you. Right. That was... Not unlike jazz. Yeah. Just when you think you understand it. Yeah. It, it goes to a different place. And that person's SoundCloud, if you want to hear those remixes, is soundcloud.com slash willy, 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 willy. That's four willies in a row, back to back, W-I-L-L-Y. Smart. Easy to remember. Uh... Laura, Jake's mom. That's right. My mother's yeah. in the studio, so treat yeah. her with respect <laughs> and deference, please. What do you mean, deference? I don't know. <laughs> She's the English I just said teacher. it for reference. <laughs> and reverence. Uh, is this your third time on our show? I think it's third or fourth, perhaps. Oh my, Might be yeah. fourth, fourth because I think she did it twice in New York and once here in L.A. Oh yeah, yeah we recorded. I think that's true. We recorded at your house once. That's right, in that horrible little shed in the backyard. That's that right. Smelled like mold and mildew. That's that was right. fun. That shed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shed is still there, and it still kind of smells like mold and mildew, right? Uh, yeah, worse, worse than maybe it did worse. Before. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You Only should, gone downhill. You should get that checked out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think we should get it raised. What does that mean? Leveled. <laughs> Leveled up. <laughs> raised another level. Oh, like the entire, the the idea of the shed to be yeah. raised one level. Not yeah, to yeah, we should all be living it. in the shed. <laughs> in a way, we are. Uh, well, thank you for coming back on our show. Oh, God, thank you for having me. Um, I love it here. I don't want to leave. Oh, you, the studio, she the, show. the show. She's talking about uh, Los Angeles, right? No, I either one, either one. But I mean, L.A. in particular. That's actually what I was talking about. I don't want to go. Yeah. I mean, I really don't. I feel like I'm going to be like people are going to be dragging my legs, Did and I'm going to be clutching. I wouldn't want to go home either if I was married to fucking dad. <laughs> what? If I was married to my dad, I wouldn't oh, want to go home. Oh my either. god, he is the best. He is the best. You know that. <laughs> no, Jake just means it's weird to marry your own father. Oh, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine okay, if I, I was married to my dad? Yeah, yeah, that would be weird. I wouldn't want to go home to yeah. dad either. No okay. fucking way. <laughs> I mean, that's illegal. Have you How always Have you always loved L.A.? Or is this just a recent love um, affair? You know what? It's kind of recent. Don't say the word I mean... affair in front of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to plant all these weird inception ideas. <laughs> Seeds. So stop it. <laughs> Rescind the question. Have you always liked Los Angeles? Thank you. You know, I I think... tread lightly. (laughs) I'm already treading pretty darn lightly. I I think I grew to like it over the past time that, like, Jake's been out here. Oh, really? Because we used to live in Palo Alto. Yeah. And I loved it up there, but I always thought L.A. was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, But I don't feel like that. Sorry about that. Continue. I don't feel like that anymore. I really, I mean, I just, I love it. I don't know. The energy here, it's really great. People are so friendly. It's crazy. Like you go anywhere, people say, you know, hi. My mom is the rudest person in Los Angeles. (laughs) And that's saying a lot. That really is saying a whole lot. Yeah, Yeah. most people don't say that about LA. Most people come to LA, it's like everyone's so like uh, apathetic and rude and disinterested. Oh my God. No. I mean, I went out this morning for a walk and 
people did not shut up. But <laughs> it was so sweet. Like this woman's telling me about her dog, and this I was telling Jake this guy was harassing me earlier because and you I loved, loved it. And I loved it, <laughs> no, but it was good. like actually sweet. He, I, I was walking down the street, and the sidewalk was narrow, and he saw me coming, and I turned around just to give him room, and then he was saying, you know, you don't need to leave, you can stay here. I mean, he really tried to engage me as uh, I tell me where that away. guy is. I'm gonna kick his ass. <laughs> You, you're very sweet. Does it does it ever get to the point where like uh, even uh, somebody sweet annoys you? Like when you said somebody walked up to me, talked to me about their dog. Um, like that would annoy me. Would did it, would it ever get to the point like after a few he, hours where you're just like leave me alone, or you're just like this is great. I love talking to strangers. I think I'm always this is great. I love yeah. talking to strangers. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's from living in New Haven where people like avert their eyes. Um, nobody talks to anyone. Yeah. It's just um, not a friendly place. It's a town just... filled with people like me. Maybe we should switch places. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you came to New Haven, though, remember you saw a friend from California. Oh, yeah. And I just put my head down. And <laughs> yeah, I said, you Keep did. walking, you like... brother. <laughs> I don't need this right now. Uh, so you've been on the show before, so you understand that this is an advice podcast. Yes, sir, I do. So we do our best to answer these emails that come in from confused people all throughout the world. Uh, if you have your own question, it's uh, if I were you show at gmail.com. So we found a few questions today that hopefully you can help us answer. Uh, I tried to search for questions that maybe Jake and I wouldn't have the same level of wisdom as you because it comes from like a parental standpoint. But oh, then cool. you're the smartest lady in the world, mama. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no one's smarter than my mama. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, okay. So um, she's a genius. <laughs> oh my god! Got it. <laughs> I love you, Mama. Oh, Jake. Uh, so a real scholar. Right here. <laughs> yeah. oh Let me get to the uh, first question, which of uh, <laughs> she'll have the answer. <laughs> all right. Well, there's my no mama. right or wrong. It's just, just someone's opinion. And I do that. adore her. <laughs> Yep. Uh, so this email comes from a 24-year-old female who's happily married to her soulmate. Wow, she's she, young. That's right. Do you have a Do you have a name that we can refer to this person as? Um, let's call her Michelle. That's really nice. Michelle writes, "I'm a 24-year-old female, and I'm married to my soulmate." See, I wasn't lying. Congrats. <laughs> Everything is fantastic. We have our own house, stable careers, small business, nice cars, and dogs. We're perfectly satisfied with what we have. But here's the problem. For some reason, people are always asking if and when we are going to have kids. Literally everyone, friends, family, coworkers, even strangers. It's as if our lives won't be valid until we have children. Well, we aren't going to, ever. I have known my whole life that kids are not for me and my husband is on the same page. After people ask this base question, they always take it a step or two further. Some even go on to ask, why not? To which I could easily respond to a list of a thousand reasons why not to have kids. One, overpopulation. Two, free time, money, sleep, traveling the world, race car stuff, the emo phase, plus all the small things. <laughs> Expl- all the <laughs> small things. Uh, I blasted that song throughout my house for a long time. Second. That it's makes sense. True. It's true. Explaining why we don't want to have kids to people who just don't get it is bad enough. But then some people go on to tell me that I will change my mind or even worse, they try to convince me that I should try to have kids. One time someone even tried to make me hold their baby in an attempt to give me baby fever. 
fever. Ew. No, thank you. So my question I is... I dropped it promptly. <laughs> not interested. So my question to you is this. What would be a good way to respond to people if and when we plan on having kids that will shut down any follow-up questions or comments they may have for me without straight up telling them to just mind their own goddamn business? P.S. Jake, what do you think of the new Blink-182 album? Is it even well, Blink without Tom? It's really funny that <laughs> I sang uh, that... Tom Blink-182 song. Yeah, well, the subject line of this email is actually all the small things. Oh, really? Yeah. That cool. is so interesting. So do you want to answer that uh, uh, Blink-182 question first? It's not the same without Tom. Okay. Uh, cool. But you can still listen to Angels and Airwaves <laughs> and get all the Tom that you want. Uh, so, Laura... Do you sympathize or remember a time where this was the case with you? How long were you married before you had kids? Seven years, actually. So it was quite a while, but... Um, she was also we, married when she was 19. Yeah, I was married really, really Teenager. young. I was in college still, so um, we... You were like a sophomore in college. Was that normal, yeah. or were your parents like, what the no, hell are you doing? It, it was kind of not normal, but my parents were okay with it. They were. Um, they had this rule that we couldn't live with anyone until... Like, we couldn't live with a prospective spouse. They wanted all of their kids to be married. Oh, was it, is that a religious thing? Um, a sort of probably a little bit. And just kind of a prudish 1950s thing. Yes, it was so, strange. So did Sam propose because he wanted to live with you faster? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know. We just He graduated from college and he was going to medical school. So we just kind of decided that it was a good time to get married at Saved on college, like stay. I didn't have to pay for my dorm, you oh, know, wow. for room and board. You just li- lived with so him. I lived with him, and I would I commuted to school. Did your so. parents like your husband to be? Yeah, they really did. I think his parents Why? had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wrong. what did they see in him that I don't? <laughs> oh, he's so smart and all that stuff. I mean, they really, they really liked. Jake's him a taking lot. apart. Wolf, you're smarter than he is. <laughs> Jake's taking apart a Barbie right now. <laughs> Just the head. He's sort of ripping hair out of a Cabbage Patch doll. He's a disgruntled youth. Uh, so they were like, "This is great. Marry this guy." Yeah, they were. They were okay with it. They really were. I think um, Sam's parents had a bigger problem with me. Really? Because my mother's yeah, a shiksa. I'm a <gasps> shiksa. Oh, and she, they wanted her him to. Find That's the right. Jewess. I'm part yeah. Christian. <laughs> And you can call me Christian. <laughs> Christian part. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a problem, but um, I I didn't convert. What, did it, they want you to? Um, they wanted me to convert, and I started conversion classes, but huh? then I, I'm not really religious, and it just seemed like so much work to go through. To, and the, I mean, you know, it just didn't seem like it, it was worth my time. So the kids all were... I had them converted. Like they were mikvah. They we went through the whole wow process. I bathed with a rabbi. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty heavy duty because Sam's conservative. Is he still conservative? He doesn't yes. strike me as extremely um, religious. That hasn't been to temple had, since a, since my bar mitzvah. He had a little bit of a. Can, I don't even know if I should say this, but he had a little bit of a falling out with a rabbi. Really? Yeah, and he still watches services like Yom Kippur. He sits in front of his computer and he watches. I think some temple in New York. He'll he'll watch it. Did you know that? On no, it. he does. That's not religious. Well, uh, he, Jake starts crying. He's actually upsetting me. <laughs> Everything else is kind of silly, but my God. 
attending yeah. an e-temple. Yeah, he was. he's attending an e-temple. Yeah, I think he just feels like that on Yom Kippur. Right. That's a big holiday for him. I mean, you know, it just like... That's I the think, important The gravitas. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if he you only go that. once a year, it should be then. That's it. Because Passover, I mean, you know, we do the whole Haggadah. We do all that thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's kind of more lighthearted. Right. As yeah. Passover is. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so when you were married for seven years without kids, did people ask you, hey, yeah. when, when is this happening? Yeah, they did. They did. And we really wanted kids. So that's, I mean, that's I always difference. said that, you know, soon. soon. Yeah. So that kind of got me out of a lot of things. That but seems like a decent answer for this girl. Just, just say, say like, soon. soon. I mean, she's 24. She's got a lot of time to say soon. Yeah. And then at 30, it's like, okay, I've decided not to have children. I get, yeah, I guess then yeah. you've, you've been lying to everybody. I think that it's time that she should, we should start taking it back. Just be like, I'm not going to have any. No apologies. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to. And they say, why not? Because like, I don't want to. I don't want them. You know? I don't, don't want, want the babies. Them. A lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah. A lot of reasons. And then shut it down. But... Um, if she really wants to close people down from asking questions, though, she can say, oh, we can't have kids. Oh, and usually people are ashamed into not saying anything more. I wish we could. Yeah. But that's yeah, actually pretty yeah. good because you just say, we can't have kids. We can't. And then it's like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. Like, you don't want to press. Yeah. But like, really, like a medical it's like, reason. no, I can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle having kids. <laughs> we can't have kids. It Do would you... suck too much. <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny tweet. Oh, I just really? found out I can't have children. They would suck too much. <laughs> that, that is funny. Uh, I should bring I dust off the old Twitter. And... <laughs> uh, are you of the quote-unquote old-fashioned way of thinking where it's like, why don't you want to have kids? Isn't that the whole point? Or do you um, understand? I totally understand. And I don't know if things being the way they are now, I don't know how I would feel about having kids, quite honestly. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the world's like, you know. Oh, it's fucked. Messed. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you could go back in time, you would maybe have three of your six children. Um, I actually would. I would still have those six kids because I mean, I feel like they're Even like... Rachel? <laughs> Chick's a joke. Easy does it. Uh, I, I feel like if you... Easy fucking does it, Blumenfeld. You're setting it's me up. goddamn flesh and blood you're talking about. <laughs> But you can talk I, about Liza like that, but not Rachel. All right, Liza's a joke. All right. Oh <laughs> my god, actually you quite guys. enough. <laughs> what? But uh, I mean, I feel like I had six like really good contributing. I mean, they're they're really good people. I guess when you go into it, you don't know how your kids are going to turn out. So I don't know. I certainly didn't intentionally have six kids. I mean, yeah. that was just like you know, dumb luck. Yeah, dumb luck. Me and Hannah were actually the only on purpose babies. Yes, you, you have are. four tiny little mistakes after scampering about <laughs> the perfect two hither and thither. <laughs> Hannah, Jake, mistake uh, one through four. That's, mistake Hurwitz. Two out of six ain't bad. <laughs> That was like LeBron in the finals, and nobody sort of gave him any guff. Uh, I think that's the best advice to say we can't. Yeah, yeah we can't. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it really does just kind of shut people down. They don't pry. Yeah, if they're polite. And then it's funny. It's like imagine if someone's saying we can't, and then you say, "Why not? Why not? <laughs> what gives?" And you sort of poke and prod at the woman's womb. Is it you or him, sweetheart? <laughs> Let me take a look at his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right, cool. Here is another question from a guy. This question's from a man in Pittsburgh. <gasps> Do you have a Pittsburghian guy's name? 
Well, actually, see, I'm going with this election theme. So I had Michelle, and now I want Bernie. Bernie? Yeah. All right. Or for feeling the burn. We're this feeling is, the burn. This is Bernie from Pittsburgh. Recently, I've realized that like R.E.M., I am losing my religion. My parents are regular church-going Christians and have always brought me to church under the assumption that I too am Christian, like they raised me. I cannot stand to sit in church any longer, and I'm tired of them signing me up for church-related events. How do I tell them about my lack of faith? I know it would disappoint them, and they might get angry. What should I do? Should I man up and go to church for the next two years until I go to college and can move out? Or should I tell them now? Thanks, guys. Love, Bernie. Wow, that's interesting. I think manning up would not be just going to church. Oh, I feel so like that would be the opposite of manning of it. up. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, even should I that's... man up and just do whatever they tell me to do? <laughs> man up and be a sheep? Yeah. Um, sheep up. Yeah. And be a man. Yeah. <laughs> bah. <laughs> Sheep up, man. I think that's a. I mean, that's a tough question. Um, Are you more or less religious than your parents were? Oh, way less, way less. Like I am. Um, I, I say I'm an I'm an agnostic because I want to have, you know, like a little bit of an out in case God does prove Himself or herself to or oh, whatever. Yeah. To I, me. I, I didn't say I didn't believe. I just said I didn't uh, know. I didn't As know. He throws I'm, you into I'm hell. I'm still questioning. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You should have been sure. (laughs) Later, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, brother. (laughs) Macho man God. Uh, So did you have to ever tell your parents, like, by the way, I'm not as religious as you? Um, I think they figured that out kind of somewhere along the line. I mean, I went through, like, church and confirmation, and I did all those things. And I I even taught Sunday school. You taught Sunday school? Yeah, isn't that weird? That's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, pretty intense. But my heart was never – and I always felt like I was sort of telling stories, and I was amusing kids by telling these Far out folk tales. fiction, folk tales. Yeah, it's like Aesop's fables or something. Yeah. That's how real they felt to me. Um, yeah. No, I always think, I mean, it doesn't, I think organized religion is just a tough sell if you're at all a person who thinks a lot, you know, tends to overthink things, and I do. Like too critical of a thinker to believe yeah. blindly. Yeah. To have faith in this, whatever. Yeah, to have faith, period. But you have it seems like you do have faith. Um I have a lot less faith this year than I've had <laughs> at other points in you my life. You were this close to believing in God. Uh, yeah, or at least in like Before the November. human principle. Yeah. Maybe he could prove something. himself to you by uh striking Donald Trump with lightning. <laughs> that would and work. Delivering us the president we all wanted, Mike Pence. <laughs> Mike oh, Pence, none the richer. I, yeah, I think that God would have to strike down like a whole line of people. Yeah, I like mean, 24 Pence, Ryan, people how far do you have to go down to get to, like, somebody I get to, I get. Well, I guess if, I bet if, uh, like, the top, even three people were struck by lightning and died, we would do some type of, like, real examining of the whole thing. Yeah, right? like, what's going on here? Like, I don't think the pro-president tempore steps up after <laughs> Trump and hard pass and Paul Ryan. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what? I don't yeah. want the job. Like, three lightning strikes, and then everybody else is probably like, I'm not going to pass, pass, pass. And then they'll all be putting Hillary up there. Oh, that'd all right. be good. Okay, waiting oh, yeah. for Strike her, God. <laughs> all right, now it's our turn. It seems that... Uh, children are less religious from their parents? Or is it just a, uh, in your expertise, is it, I want to do the opposite? 
Like, um, do atheist parents create oh, do you, faithful children? Right. Well, we have little religious kids. Right. Or is it like, yeah. I'm going against what my parents think? They don't know the real me? Or is it like, we're all becoming less and less religious? I'm wondering. I don't know. My brother My brother is kind of more religious, I believe, than my parents were. Oh, really? More so yeah, than parents? Yeah, I think so. Like, he... Um, I was raised Congregationalist, so um, and he um, married a woman who was Episcopalian, and they um, I, he's like a deacon in the church. I mean, he takes am it really I a Congregationalist? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, like, half at least. <laughs> what kind of Christian am I, Mama? <laughs> that that would be the kind that you. I mean, that's what we are or wow. were. They're kind of like Puritans, but modern day. Modern you know, day Puritans. That's kind of it. Pilgrims it's a lot nicer than a like filthy pilgrims, Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never really hear about, like, can your parents be so religiously Christian that they would be disappointed in you marrying a Jewish person? Um, I, I don't really hear about that. I think my parents were super open-minded, and that actually congregationalists are, like, the first ones to be, like, open and affirming with, like, gay marriage and stuff like that. They're very... Got it. Yeah. So it's a very, like, liberal form of Protestantism. Yeah. So, um yeah, I think um, other parents might have been upset. Like if I were raised like a strict Catholic or something, they'd be probably like, really like you cannot marry a Jewish person. That actually, yeah, that probably would have upset them. And I know, you know, Sam's family was definitely um, a lot more upset about the other know, way around. The other way around, because I know it's matrilineal. I know, there's a whole bunch of. And then, where do your children lie on the gamut? If it's like Christianity on one side, Jews on the other, are they all relatively clumped? In the middle? I feel like it. Jake, you might... I don't know how what your feeling is about that, but... Um, I mean, do you feel like you're... You all got your bar and bat mitzvahs. I mean, do I all, feel like I'm religious? Just, are you religious at all? I No, I'm a vehement... Uh, I, 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 am, I vehemently believe that God does not exist. He's not really? even... He doesn't even want the out. Yeah. See? He I'm doesn't good. want wow. the... <laughs> I'm good without the out. Wow. You're, th- you're that certain. You'll risk hell. And high water. <laughs> That's the worst kind of water. Hell and hard water. Yeah. Well, maybe I shouldn't say I'm a vehement atheist because like, I feel like some atheists are like really want to push that on everybody too. And I, I don't give a fuck at all. Really? That's awesome, dude. Like, but what about your siblings? Are they more like you? I, I mean, Eliza, this is an interesting thing. Eliza's always praying for things. Oh, she's not really. This but is cr- she- don't, you Do not bother <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She Liza's not. Re- she says that as a joke. Nobody in the family is religious. I don't, you think Liza? I do you think Liza is actually praying? I I actually think she might be. I'm no, just Liza saying. just thinks it's stupid. Liza was a nun for Halloween too. Do you think that makes her like? <laughs> I don't to- know. I sort of think it might a little. I think Let's she- get Liza on the horn. Let's fucking figure this out. Uh, no, of course not. She's not religious. No, no nobody in the family is religious. I <laughs> no family. Of I didn't mine. even know that. Uh, I I'm honestly skeptical that my father attends an e e temple an e. I'm going to text him. I'm going to text him right now. We'll find out uh, after the break. Yeah, Actually, I think he has a really busy day today at work. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but... So we better call him. (laughs) He might ignore the text. (laughs) Actually, I'll have a rabbi FaceTime him. Uh, So the question here specifically is, how do I tell them about my lack of faith? I think he should just tell them how he feels. I think he might be surprised. I mean, it depends on how dogmatic they are, but... I, I know if one of my kids came to me, like I wasn't upset at all to hear Jake say that he's a complete, you know, a vehement 
atheist. I mean, that I think everyone kind of has to <laughs> form an, his or her opinion. Oh, you didn't know that about Jake's? I actually didn't. I thought that Jake was a little more like kind of spiritual or I am spiritual, something. but that means I believe in like uh, the beauty of the the universe and life uh, more than I don't believe that, that God did anything. I, I think the world's crazy and cool enough on its own without being like some uh, some somebody created it in six days like that's i don't think that's true yeah it's probably closer to seven right <laughs> well because if you count the rest day, there's the rest what you do there's like if you're, you're pumping iron <laughs> you have to let your muscles grow god don't blow your load on six full days without a single rest isn't it funny like he created the world in six days and on the seventh day he rested then didn't he rest on the eighth day too <laughs> yeah did he, he then didn't go back, go back to, to create like you created in six six days, and then you've been resting since then. God. Do something with your time, bro. Like, what's the newest food, God? Did you create a new world? That if is anything, so we've been funny. fucking losing animals. How do you explain the dodo? What would you do if a smarmy little eight, eight-year-old was asking you that in Sunday school? Yeah. Yeah, that She'd I would give him would be a spanking, stymied. which is which is <laughs> yeah. what my mother was ultimately fired for. <laughs> she would spank Willie and Nilly, Willie, 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 and Nilly. Uh, so I, I'm sure Jake, you would just say, "Don't fucking do any of this stuff." Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're gonna stop. This is gonna be a, a hard conversation to have with your parents in two years, uh, so you might as well just like start it now. But you, at a certain like. This kid is still before 18. Like, you still went to Hebrew school and stuff. You weren't, yep, like, putting your foot down at a certain age. Cer- well, I guess the Hebrew school ended it when I was, like, 13, 12 or 13. 13, yeah. Uh, I don't think I was doing anything I didn't want to do past, like, 16. <laughs> Maybe you confirm or deny? Yeah, that is totally true. It was hard to get him to go till. That- there was one time he actually hid in the house. <laughs> Um, he hid under Planking his bed. Planking under the table. <laughs> I, did. I see I, your feet. Did. I hid under the bed for like two hours it rather than go to Hebrew hours. school. This is true. It really would have been a lot more fun to go to Hebrew school. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I'm so stubborn. I'll stay under a bed. Uh, there was another time that we were going to Hebrew school. My dad had a a two-door, uh, like a coupe. <laughs> Jumped out of a moving car. And uh, well, my my sister Hannah and I, and Hannah got out, and I was like crawling in to get out, and she shut the door, like forgetting that I was in there, and the door shut on my head. (laughs) So I started like bawling, and uh, like, I can't go, I can't go. (laughs) And this is like, there's like a loop to drop people off. So my dad was just like, fuck it. And he. We he drove. He was like, "All right, fine." And he he we drove home. And I'm like lying down, drinking chocolate milk, watching Aladdin. It was like 15 minutes later. He's like, "All right, you're better. You're gonna go. You're just you'll just be late." And, I, and it like really threw me. I was like, "No, no, no! We already did this. I got out of it. I'm watching fucking Aladdin now. We lived two minutes away from the temple. I so easily could have gone back. Classic." Did, did you ultimately go back? Uh, I believe I did have to go back. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Dad would not have let that rest. Yeah, yeah. how did you yeah. how did you send kids to Hebrew school if you didn't even believe this stuff yourself? If they're like, I don't want to go, you don't believe in it, would you be like, Yeah, you still have to go? Or you'd be like, Yeah, I guess you're right. Never mind. Um, I think I was pretty much no, you have to go because that was something Sam and I kind of decided on. That oh, there we was would... a conversation. Yeah, yeah, we said we 
we were going to have everyone. But I don't think it was ever, it, at least, it never felt like you need to go and learn the religion. It was just yeah. like, this is your responsibility. You have yeah. to go. That's it. And it felt more like a cultural or secular thing. Like I felt like that was just being able to have um, a Jewish identity. Um, I just felt like that was really important. But now all of you say you're Christian and Jewish, which is like kind of interesting to me because I, 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 I was. I almost say that's like what. Yeah, it is weird that I would still say that because I don't consider yeah. myself either. Yeah, because you're yeah pretty much not anything. It's yeah. true. I don't know what you are. You're like a <laughs> secular humanist. I think that's what they call it. If you're just like I'm a- actually going to go back to being Puritan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already halfway there with a the beard. Uh, all right, let's take a break, and we'll come back uh, with more questions for Laura and, I guess, us too. Mm-hmm. Aw. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a Awarded the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us. Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, yeah. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Squarespace. Uh, another season in the books as summer turns into fall. There's no better way to spend your days indoors safely than building your website. Yeah, that's true. It's a good use of the time that we've got to be inside. That's right. And it's a very easy thing to do nowadays, thanks to Squarespace. You can turn your cool idea into a site. You can showcase your work. You can publish content, sell products, Do anything you need. Make your portfolio, finally. Please. It's about time. And you can also purchase a domain name through Squarespace. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's right. Jake, what's an available .com for the people, just in case they need a little spark of creativity? Of course. Have you ever heard the phrase tongue-in-cheek? Tongue-in-cheek. Have you heard that phrase? Yes, of course. I've heard tongue-in-cheek. What's the URL? Have you ever heard the phrase tongue-in-cheese.com? No, I haven't. That one, that one is not a phrase. That's one that you just said right now. It's a play on a popular phrase. If you want to have a cheese tasting, you could make that the website. Tongue and cheese. That's, yeah, something. Um, of course, if you're something great, na- if your name is David and you're listening to this ad and you like Squarespace, why not buy SquareDave.com? Nice. Square so that's that is, that is Squarespace. It's Square it's Dave. Insulting to a Dave <laughs> that he's a square. 
Well, it's kind of cool. I'd like to be a square one day. And in fact, you are a square. I might change my name to Dave just for it. I bet Square Amir is available. <laughs> What's the point? My name's Dave now. Uh, <laughs> um, so if you're looking to create this website by this domain, just check out squarespace.com slash if I were you for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code if I were you to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Woo! That's right. They have powerful e-commerce functionality, 24-7 award-winning customer support, and now you can do it all, including purchase the domain name. Uh, if you just go to squarespace.com slash you, you'll get a free trial and then launch with that offer code you to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Damn. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. And we've returned. Hola. Hey. Um, we touched upon this briefly at the beginning, but you're desperately trying to move to Los Angeles. Yeah, I Is am. that an actual thing or you want to be bi-coastal? Um, I guess for now I want to be bi-coastal because I still like Sam, despite what Jake is <laughs> saying over here. Everything but... <laughs> I try to convince her to do. But um, I think eventually we want to end up here. I mean, I love this state. It's like the best. California is a great state. It is. There's no doubt in my mind. It, it is. It's the best state. Sorry, uh, everyone, but yeah, it's just true. <laughs> but there's still there's still a lot of good other states. Like being the second best state is also pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say. What up, Vermont? You know, you're listening. <laughs> if you had to choose half a year to live here, would you do it when it's super cold in uh, Connecticut? Or Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like the thought of going back to 30 degree weather, 20 yeah. degree weather, I, it just. It's so like I, a November to May thing in L.A. Yeah, yeah, maybe October to the beginning of June. <laughs> oh, so I don't even want to be chilly. <laughs> I'd that, hate for me not to sweat ever. Uh, that's how I, f- I mean, I know that's crazy, but I love- No, that's how I feel. That's how you feel yeah, too? Yeah, I moved to New York and like every winter I dreaded it and I disliked it. Don't you f- sort of dread it like on a visceral level? Yeah, like, you like just it, it's feel painful like you to die. me. Yeah, yeah really me grew too. out of the weather thing. Like it, I don't it care pains that me. much. Yeah. I'm like amused when it's really cold. Yeah, I hate <sighs> it. I hate it, too. That's funny. Um, So hopefully, once you do move out here, you can be a permanent fixture on our show. Oh, that would be so much fun. And then eventually we can phase out one of the um, other hosts. I don't know. We'll discuss it. It'll just be me and my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy and me. But the podcast. I wonder if that is a podcast, Mommy and Me. me. I feel like it is, probably. Did you ever go with Jake to Mommy and Me? Um, Yes, I did. I did. What the fuck is Mommy and Me? It was like a gymnastic. It was at uh, Little Rascals. Huh? <laughs> little Rascals Gym. I remember Little Rascals. And I would sit with you and you would do things and, you know, I would like like make you roll over and you know, it's like, I don't know, like training. This is when I was puppy. how old? You were um... 19? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember rolling over before I was 19. Did you see anything in Jake as a two-year-old that you still see now? Uh, yeah, actually a lot of stuff. You he... can like extrapolate. Um, yeah, I mean, he... Um, he had a rather short attention span. What? <laughs> Jake just left the room. He saw a Rubik's Cube out there. Ah, it's square. <laughs> and um, he also used to go to, he used to pee frequently, which is something he still does. I still do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Absolutely, I still do that. And he gets scared a little sometimes when things are sorry. I have to like sometimes you get like you know you you, you can get freaked out a little bit. Sometimes. What do you, by what? 
I don't know, like scary things, like <laughs> suggestions, the things that are scary. Like the future. You, know? <laughs> you did recently tell me that you're afraid of ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like that kind of thing. But not like, I don't know. Not, yeah. Sure. I'm afraid of ghosts. And on the, on the contrary, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Dan, nana. Dan, nana. Uh, all right. Do you want to answer a few more questions? Oh, yeah. These ones fun. a little bit more in the realm of what we're used to. Some relationship advice. Uh, this one is from another lady. Uh, you want to stick with the theme? Uh, yeah, we'll call her Hillary. Chillery. Hillary Clinton <laughs> writes. I haven't seen Hillary tweet much recently, actually. Really? Yeah. She did a delete your account one yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's still on it? She hasn't been that active on Instagram either since the uh, the day. The OGIG. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, uh, I've sent a few things to you in the past, but I'm in yet another sticky situation and would love your input. About three months ago, I started dating a new guy. We're fairly solid, and I like him a great deal. About a month before we started dating, he hooked up with a work colleague at a conference out of town. Recently, that colleague has started... Uh, going through some serious personal and professional difficulties and has been calling and texting my boyfriend for moral support. I've heard a few of these calls, and they're not sexy, but they're intimate. He swears nothing romantic is happening, but it still makes me really uncomfortable. I am a naturally jealous person and have ruined things with past boyfriends because of my irrational jealousy. So I'm asking you guys, am I being irrational? Should I trust my new guy and ignore my nagging worries? What would you do? He's heading out on another work conference in a few months, and I'm totally dreading it. <gasps> Love, wow. Hillary. Oh, it's kind of thematic. Yeah. <laughs> she's dreading something. Uh, she's a naturally jealous person. Is jealousy natural? I think some, to some people it is. Like, I do think... animals get jealous? Are dogs yeah. jealous? They get jealous yeah. if another dog has a yeah. bigger bone. Oh, yeah, and they want the bone. Yeah. that's. But, I don't yeah, know they if get... they covet the bone the same way. They covet the bone. <laughs> you think weeks later they're I like, oh, Rex had bone. a really big bone yeah. last week. <laughs> now he's going on a bone conference and I'm dreading it. Uh, this seems like the most rational time to be jealous ever. Is the talking yeah. to somebody you hooked up jealous? with. This is the crazy thing about jealousy to me is that it, it, not, it makes everybody crazy. It makes you feel crazy. It makes you like doubt all of your instincts because you're like, shit, am I just feeling like this because I'm jealous? I'm, I'm insane. Like yeah. maybe I shouldn't, like maybe I should be jealous. Maybe I shouldn't be jealous and I, whatever. But if you need a little coaching through your jealousy, if your boyfriend hooked up with somebody yeah. and then continued to talk to them and have intimate conversations with them, a-okay on the jealousy. Yeah. You're it, good. That's Is it still fine. jealous if it's earned? Like, if somebody cheated on you, are you jealous or then it becomes Suspicious. Angry? Right, right. Or you're <laughs> or I'm not rightfully, jealous. Rightfully you're a piece a, of shit. Yeah, yeah but like, but isn't absolutely. It, it isn't like not cheating. Isn't that a jealous? Like, it, isn't the truest form of jealousy like someone actually cheating on you? And then it's like, when someone's, oh, my boyfriend's talking to a girl, I'm jealous. If they hook up, are you still jealous? Jealous? No, then you're vindicated. <laughs> so you're jealous. Is jealous? Like, am I explaining this right? I'm kind of having a hard yeah, time. Yeah, no, understanding. you're having a heart attack. <laughs> like, if but, if but your jealous true. is correct, is it still jealous? No, it, it's well founded. It was it like you had jealousy? a suspicion, and <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it's confirmed. Right. That's like okay. But I guess it's a form of jealousy. Jealousy? jealousy. I don't think it's still jealousy. I think jealousy. She... Jealousy is some sort of like 
conjecture. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be feeling this, right? right? Like you're not, you're not. Uh, it's not earned, right? But is it, or is it, is it, is it jealous still? No, because it's been proven. So then you're not jealous anymore. Well, it, it's gone beyond jealousy. It's like, yeah, I was right. To well, that's have relationship this. jealousy, though. Because can't you like, I could be jealous if somebody else like wrote a really great script that was getting made by HBO. Right. And that's not like I'm suspecting anything. That's yeah. Just like, right. Oh, this is happening and it makes me jealous because I want that for me. Yeah, jealous is just but wanting something for yourself. But then like when, when it's relationships, it's not because like he's talking to this girl and she's like, I'm jealous because you're doing that. And it's not like I want to be talking to this girl. I guess you're you're saying I want your time and intimacy the same way. Right. And if they're hooking up, it's like I want that to be with me. Yeah. But then uh, that doesn't seem like jealousy. That seems like adultery. I right. think so too. And also, I think what Jake, the script analogy, like that's envy, which <gasps> is like a different. What's that's, the difference? Can I the, read the definition between envy and jealousy? Yeah, I feel like there's a difference between the two. So, jealous is feeling or showing envy of someone and their achievements. And envy is a feeling of discontent or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions qualities or luck so envy appears to be the root emotion yeah jealous is just feeling envy yeah and and jealousy is a feeling that is not necessarily you know founded right look up boondoggle okay (laughs) (laughs) fuck (laughs) not a word awesome (laughs) actually it's a work or activity that's wasteful nice much like searching the definition of boondoggle was (laughs) Uh, yeah. All right. So you're saying this feeling of envy is fine. I'm saying break up with this motherfucker. Break up? I agree. I would break up with this guy. I I would have broken up with him after he fucking cheated on me at a work conference. Well, she didn't cheat. It happened before. Yeah, before they were Oh, before? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that makes it a little bit better. But to continue the relationship, I don't know how she said to him, please... Stop this. I'm not comfortable with it. Um, uh, maybe she's afraid to. Because she's coming jealous off. in the past and she has a history yeah, of, of being, being jealous. irrationally jealous and it's ruined right. other relationships. I think this okay. is irrational jealousy. I actually yeah. did. I, I misheard it and I thought that he cheated on her. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm, now I'm a little less incredulous. Okay. But I do still think that, like, there's no reason that it had to be this guy that the girl is, like, leaning on for, like, all this emotional support with whatever the fuck she's going through. Right. Like, that's this is how really like affairs start right totally right I she's agree. she's staying emotionally relevant in his life yeah and yeah. then they're gonna go on a work conference yeah yeah uh-uh not good uh so but like what you can't tell him not to go on the work conference no you just no. be like hey good no, news i'm like... coming too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're both gonna be in the work conference <laughs> me as an innocent bystander yeah, that sounds like a tough An situation. An spy standard. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Very, very good. Thank you. Um, so, am I being irrational? No. Should I trust yeah. my new guy and ignore my nagging worries? Oh, no. Don't trust the new guy <laughs> and don't ignore those worries. They're, they're completely well-founded. But can't you, don't you have to trust the new guy? Like, what other options do you have? Um, I would just issue an ultimatum. That's a dangerous game too. I maybe so, but I to live with that kind of like worry and concern. Also, if she's like a jealous, it sounds like that's kind of part of her nature. Yeah, I I just think she needs someone who's not gonna. I mean, it's just like you don't I don't need to necessarily do ultimatum. You just need to have the discussion. You say, "I am feeling this yeah. way. I'm jealous," and uh, you know, you don't have to question its rationale or uh, validity. You just say, "I am feeling jealous. This is making me upset." 
what do you want to do about it? And if he's a good guy, then maybe he'll help and uh, you guys can talk and figure out how to alleviate your concerns. Yeah. And if he's like, uh, don't be jealous. I'm going on the work conference, <laughs> babe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then fuck him. He's at least, he sounds like he should be an understanding guy because he's spending hours on the phone with his coworker who's going through some kind of crisis. So yeah. if you're going through a similar crisis... You better spend some time with you too. Yeah, I don't. I don't spend hours helping even my closest friends, let alone a girl I hooked up with three months ago. That's the thing, and also emotional dependence on another person. I mean, that's a really intimate relationship, even if there isn't like it's emotional sex cheating. Yeah, I mean, I think that's which is way the... better than the other kind of cheating because yeah. you don't come during exactly it. unless it's really good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've heard things from uh, people that received advice from our show. Mom, turn down the podcast. Uh, what would you do is the last question she asked. So you would issue an ultimatum? I, well, I guess I don't know his side of it, but I think she just has to just be completely clear with him about how she's feeling. I think that that's important. Jake, what would you do? I would probably say, this is making me feel upset. Let's talk. Stop talking to this dude. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. would you say? I think. Well, I would say like. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think I would issue that ultimatum. Like, stop talking to this. Uh, well, I would be. I would be like, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. Now that you have that information, what do you want to do? <laughs> do you think any of this has to do with what the other person looks like? Like, if she was, if you were with a lady friend and she was talking to somebody weird and gross, would you feel less threatened? Uh, yeah, way less threatened. Would you like even have this conversation with her? Probably not. <laughs> but like that's not, you can't just discount that. Like oh well, so so it's only looks. Like yeah, that's why people hook up with people, right? Because they're attracted to them, and they yeah. must be attracted because so, they hooked up they on hooked the road. Up. Yeah, so I was I'm not. Say. Yeah, I'm not so worried about like oh, don't attracted. get emotionally close to anybody. That's a fucking crazy thing to say. So it's like you can just say don't get emotionally close to anybody who's that's also hot. hot. <laughs> Yeah, that's or, the recipe for a relationship. Let's say I care about over. this person and I'm attracted to them. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean that's the worst thing you can be as my boyfriend or girlfriend. But you know he's attracted because he slept. Uh, he, oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's like that's been established that he's sexually attracted yeah, that's why to this the other jealousy person. Is so earned, I and that absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's answer one more question. One last question. Yes. Do we have time? You also didn't say what you would do in that situation. I would probably bring it up, but not in an ultimatum type way. Wow. So I'd I'm... be like, you know, it's kind of weird that you still talk to that guy in sort of a joking way where I'm like not coming off as a jealous, angry guy, but like kind of my way of like dealing with most actual confrontation is make a joke about it. <laughs> oh man, that would drive me crazy yeah. as her uh, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of fucked up that you talk to that guy, sort of laughing about it. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are both a lot more oblique than I mean. I think I would just say, "Hey, you know what? That really, I really feel jealous and very upset when you do." I would be like just like so direct, and I want you to stop doing it. Yeah, that's probably the right way to do it. But I can't imagine sitting someone down and like having a very serious being like, "It really makes me upset that you do this." Oh God, that's all I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're both wrong. (laughs) Only me more so, and you not at all. Uh, All right. Uh, An 18-year-old collegiate lady is writing the last question. Oh, God. Who can – maybe Nancy for Nancy Pelosi? That's very nice. You really didn't want to say Melania, huh? (laughs) Our first lady to be. Is she the first uh, non-American-born first lady? I heard – or I read something that there was one other one. Somebody married a a non-American. Oh, was uh, was it – 
W? Was it George Bush? George, no. Or no, was it somebody? Non-American first lady. Oh, okay, no, that was Laura Bush. Forget that. Yeah, no, yeah. she wasn't. She was no, it was someone, American. there was someone else. Yeah, like uh, this president married a daughter of an immigrant or was an immigrant, and then she moved it to the White House. Uh, I'll just make one up and say... Willard uh, Fillmore. <laughs> Priscilla <laughs> Fillmore. My go-to made-up president. Oh, here we go. John Quincy Adams' wife, oh. Louisa Catherine Johnson Adams, uh, was the only first lady born outside of the U.S. Interesting. Where was she born? Louisa Adams was born in London. Wow. Oh, that really hardly yeah, counts. Yeah, yeah. Was... Yeah, because back then, so like, London Adams was like the yeah, second president, yeah. right? Uh, this was, uh, oh, John Quincy Adams, so the sixth oh. president. Uh, anyway. Everyone's but, from fucking London then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Martha Washington wasn't from America. There wasn't America yet. I'm really kind of pissed off about that definition. Anyway, uh, what's this lady's name? Nancy. Right. Nancy. Pelosi. Nancy, yeah. uh, I recently just started my freshman year of college, and it's going great. Within the first week, I met this guy who lives in the dorm above me, and I immediately liked him. We started dating a month later, and it's been amazing. He's funny and cute and sweet, and we even do that annoying couple thing where we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> I'm alone. Here's my issue. Even though we fool around like six to seven times a week, he hasn't made me come yet. You almost edited it for my mother. Didn't I almost said yeah. orgasm. Uh, he hasn't made me come yet. Now I don't. I Say it again. I'm okay. He, now I didn't think much of it at first because I've never actually been with anyone before, like not even a little bit. And I figured it was just nervous because we've been dating for a month and a half and nada. I've started faking it mainly because I'm kind of embarrassed. It takes me so long and honest. If I'm honest, it kind of turns me on. Uh, to help, fake it? I guess. Interesting. Uh, do I tell him I've been faking it this whole time and shatter his libido? Do I keep faking it and just hope that the big old alley-oop eventually happens? Uh, I really, really like this guy and I see a future between us, but I can't keep going up to his place and coming back to mine and masturbate to kink porn. I can't believe you chose this question for me. <laughs> yeah, this is actually why I did it. <laughs> oh I don't want to make everyone in this more room very uncomfortable. Oh <laughs> Let's turn the temperature up. I don't want to break up with him, but I'm starting to really get sexually frustrated. Also, should I... Jesus Christ, Jake. How dare you? <laughs> Why don't you read this question? No. Also, should I be going down on him more? Wow. I've only actually... Gall. <laughs> I've only actually given him a head once, and he goes down on me all the time. Does that make me an inconsiderate lover? I don't mind giving him head, and I actually <laughs> kind of like it, but every time I try, I chicken out. Any tips? Why aren't we having sex yet? And honestly, I don't even want to, and I can't imagine, uh, I can't even, and if you can't even get me off during foreplay, please help. What would you do if you were me? As always, love the show. Sincerely, Nancy. All right. A lot of, lot of stuff to unpack And there. we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a big one. That was. Why don't we focus on the big question, which was, if I've been faking an orgasm with a guy for months, do I... I ever tell him i chose the question because i wanted to know how women deal with an inadequate lover <laughs> my, my mother has been with a subpar man since 19 <laughs> 92 ah uh, all right so <clears throat> what are we thinking you is know? papa a good lover <laughs> how dare you ask oh my god Dave. <laughs> okay um I'll get back to this question, shall I? Let me redirect. And um, 
I don't think there's. Both any... of you guys are touching your hair so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I am. I'm, I'm actually. My blushing. soul is trying to crawl out <laughs> of my body. This is a really fun experiment for me. <laughs> so scary for me. Uh, <gasps> I would say I wouldn't tell him. I I, I like agree. the idea of keep faking it until it happens. Hopefully, I I'm completely on the same page. Hopefully, uh, one day the, the flip switches and it's like maybe one day when you're old, be like, you know, I didn't really have an organ for the first two months, but then yay, did something great and it happened. That's right, and you don't even even need to tell the truth ever. You yeah. can just like not say anything. One of those lie forever moments. I yeah. think that there is. It's probably worthwhile to. Or it's not worthwhile to say. I've been faking it. What are you going to do to correct this? But I do think that you shouldn't just continue faking it, hoping that he gets lucky one of these times. You've got to start coaching. Because she's saying, like, she goes back to her room to masturbate. So she knows how to get off. Yeah, She's got to be a little more verbal with him. And I think you could always do that in the form of, like, positive reinforcement. Like, when he's doing something that you know will eventually get you off, you say, don't stop. Keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, and... That'll be that. I think I think that's the way to do it. Also, they haven't had sex yet. That's true. Uh, so it's it'll be interesting to see if she gets off uh, on insertion rather than stimulation. Uh, that's a total possibility. And mom, how is dad as a <laughs> god? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really don't want to you know. know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was thinking you would absolutely yeah. not want to know. You can get back at Jake by actually answering these questions. Yeah, yeah uh, you, I think easy I could. does it. I think I easy totally eight. could. <laughs> I'm calling the shots. <laughs> but I, I think she can probably like do things almost you know non-verbally. Um, that would be helpful to her and helpful to him. I don't think she needs All right, Ma, to. You're actually making me sick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it might be this tuna no, yeah, that's, a, that's valid. That's valid. Yeah, yeah, I think that that goes a long way. Uh, 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 <laughs> do we need to answer this question of should I be going down on him more? If she said she likes it, then do it more. I'm sure, like, I don't think he, it's not like he doesn't like it. Yeah, it's not like he's objecting. He's, yeah, there is a, something in the ether or like some unspoken rule about like, you know, if I do it, then you have to do it too. As if it's like, that's the even playing field. Like, and a lot of girls think that like guys do it so that they do it to like, that's that like a level tip of for tat kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's both, it's the same thing, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's definitely like, uh, it's a, it's a social contract, yeah. but I don't think that it's not like one that you can really formally, uh, breach. It's yeah. more like a hope everyone understands the implicit rule. Yeah, I think it's even even probably less than like holding the door for somebody and having them say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on like, the on the grand scheme of social norms, uh, an even playing field of oral sex goes before uh, you know what? It's holding probably, door open and I, saying thank you. I think it's probably more along the lines of like waving somebody to turn, and they like usually give the wave, but if they don't, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. <laughs> if we're ranking every uh, polite manner, well, <laughs> which we are, I'm I'm just thinking though, like she seems to be worried that she's selfish and that she's like not being honest. Like she has all these worries that are, are actually probably a little bit legitimate uh -huh. or something. So I, I don't know. I know she sounds like she really likes the guy. I mean, <gasps> I think again, maybe it's time for our. Like a conversation, not about. I think we can let the sex part of it go, but I just wonder if there's like something that's where 
I don't know. They're not feeling like equivalent or on a par. I don't know. It's also she's 18 doing this stuff for the yeah. first time. Yeah, After that's true. After a month true. of like hooking up with somebody, I think everybody's like having fun exploring everybody's bodies. And it's like fun and sexy, but it's you know you haven't like learned people's tricks yet. Yeah, that usually true. happens after a couple more months, and uh, yeah. and some like candid conversations and stuff, which I think that you grow into. There's no, uh, my advice wouldn't be like have this conversation now. Just do your thing. Keep yeah, it, keep it up. Just keep it up and just yeah. Sex is like tennis. You're not going to be good after six weeks. Like, well, I was actually <laughs> pretty naturally gifted at tennis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was a phenom in some regards, <laughs> and the opposite at sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and tennis are inversely proportional. The better uh, you are at tennis. Andy Roddick can't get off <laughs> at love. Uh, cool. The uh, end? Yeah. Anything more to say? Yeah, I can't. I feel like I'm being too hard on a lot of these people by like making them have conversations and being like way too earnest. Well, so, no, that's good. Is a beautiful thing. Uh, conversing's good, but I think honesty he, is important. Honesty is, but like, yeah, I got to lighten up. So I say 18 year old, just keep. Moving forward. Doing yeah. your thing. Doing your thing. It's all going to happen. and It'll be great. Do you know what age all of your children lost their virginities? Jesus um, Christ, dude. What? How open I, are you with your children about this sexual I, I you know, Do the, the triplets tell you? Yeah, I know when they... Yeah, I know when they did, and I know when Hannah did. I don't know you, and I don't know Mike. That, I never, like, pried into that makes what sense. was going. <laughs> I mean, you guys never shared it, and I didn't pry with the girl. I mean, I just kind of knew. Yeah. Well, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jake, yeah. do you know when I lost my virginity? No, <laughs> when you, everybody in your family did? Uh, just Micah. <laughs> there we go. Boys yeah. will be boys. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Thank you for being on our show again. Oh, this was so much fun. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful. I hope that I will be local next oh, time. Oh, that'd be great. Next time we record in your new home in Los Angeles, probably. Oh, and, uh, Mother, yeah. tell everybody the name of your podcast. We're actually out of time, but so, thank you so much oh, for listening right. to our show, If I Were You, for more episodes of our show. Yeah, what is your, your it's podcast? It's called The Easy Chair podcast and what is it what's the and it's short line? stories and also once a month we have a special little episode called should have swiped left oh. and it's with hannah jake's older sister who is still single and she does a lot of dating oh. that's just what she does interesting so jake and hannah discuss hannah's dating life and usually dating debacles that's pretty fun yeah it is pretty fun it really is jake has really like good and sensitive and thoughtful advice that's right he really does. <laughs> Surprisingly. Huh. No, Crazy, right? Joking. You wouldn't no. know by listening to this show, yeah, but I guess he I, turns it like... on for yours. Uh, so the but Easy Chair. The Easy uh, Chair, and it's on really... On HeadGum Network. That's yeah, right. on HeadGum, and it's awesome. It really is. And I have a lot of guest writers and stuff, so yeah, it's interesting. Cool. So, so if you want more Laura Hurwitz, check out the Easy Chair. Uh, and we'll be back next week with more questions. If you have your own, send it on down to show at gmail.com. Uh, theme songs. We need more theme songs. The opening one was written by Willie, 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 Willie. And this closing one was written by Chris Stare. Ooh. Hmm. Awesome name. Right. <laughs> He's named after the coolest thing. Stairs. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll be back in a single week. So talk to you guys. See you then. next year. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. No, this is actually the first episode of uh, 2017. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year indeed. Got to be better than 2016. <laughs> Starting now. <laughs> Could be worse. So you got some problems and you're hoping to solve them. Well, today's the day that you do. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.